0: Twitter and I saw like there's like these amazing fan groups that like dedicates to in promo and stuff like that, amazing. They're amazing, yeah, they're so loyal. Anytime that, that I need them, they're there in force.
1: Welcome back to Fan Talk, guys. It's been a minute since we last spoke, but as a fandom, we've been busy with some pretty exciting things. So we thought now would be a good time to sit down and talk since we have a little bit of time. I'm Sarah from Louis Promo Squad, and I'm with a few people from Louis T91 Updates. What is uh What does a wall represent to you? And I know people like ask you like, what's the meaning of it? But like, like when you see a wall, is that a divide? Is it you put four walls together and it's comfort because you're
0: you know you you know exactly the room you're in. I'm quite British, right? As a matter of fact, and I see a wall as a wall. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So, Walls is out, Louis' debut album, really exciting. Yeah,
2: Woo! four years in the making.
0: Four years in the making. Worth the wait, though, worth the wait. Before we do get into the album, are there any singles that he's previously released that you guys think deserved a place on the album or were surprised that it wasn't on the album? No. Ooh, big call. <laughs> Tell us more.
1: I mean, there's a, I really like some of the previous Um, single C release, but I feel like you can see the difference between them and then what he put out on the album, and they don't mesh well.
2: What about Just Like You? Do you think you should have put Just Like You on the album? I I
1: think it would have been good on the album, but it's not like I'm banging on his DM's door, like, put (laughs) put it on the album. I
0: mean, I love, I love Just Like You. I love it so much. But I feel like it was so different. I mean, it was like the one track that he released on his own accord. It was himself slash fan pushed. It was really just like a song for him to share at that time to us. And despite the fact that sonically, I think it might, and lyrically, it might fit with some tracks on the album, I think it had a time and a place and that place wasn't the album. What about Back To You?
1: Back To Um, You, I feel like. When he was releasing his solo album, he was really going for his true authentic self. And he's talked about that of having no collabs on his album. And I think since that's a collab, it wouldn't have been the right fit for the album. And also, it's also a different sound as well. Like, with Just Like You and Back to You, I feel like that was one part of his life that he needed to go through and grow through. And now he's faded into this new era, which is the Walls era. And it is a lot more advanced in a way that I feel he it's the end game of his growing from that point in his life into where he is
0: now I completely agree and I'm very happy with back to you staying in 2017 also I feel like if there were more collaborations or even one collaboration on walls I feel like you just would have lost authentic Louis in it so I'm kind of happy there is no collaboration there
1: yeah it was a good move on his part to not include collaboration
0: it works for some people but i think walls was better without any of it
1: exactly and i do appreciate the two collabs that he did do they are very good they both meshed well the artist he chose to work with and they were a big part of the beginning of the solo career and they always will be a big part of the beginning of the solo career but for where he is now that was just not the right route to go
2: following on that I mean, just hold on. Even if, the, let's say, the original EDM song is not on the album, we still have his new version because I think he, he made his own version of the song that's like more his style rather than like EDM.
1: Well, I think that from him coming out of a band and going, and then the first song he released and then he was just hold On and then Back To You Were Both Collabs, that was pretty much coming straight out of the band. And I, he's always talked about how going from a four-piece to just himself was a big transition and I feel like those two collabs kind of helped him guide into being just himself so like with Steve he needed that maybe like a backbone to like lean on before he made that final transition to just himself
3: yeah I think that's definitely I think that's definitely what happened especially with BB. I feel like a really strong relationship with her and it definitely helped him with performances to have her to like bounce off of on stage And he used to also Steve quite a lot in their, like, promotional interviews. So it was good for him
1: to have someone
3: there, I
1: feel. And I feel like also with the collabs, um, it kind of helped him explore his sound a little bit. Because while he was, like, one of the main soul writers in One Direction, he still had to kind of find himself as an individual in his sound and songwriting. And I think those two, like, Steve and BB, are kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, in a way. They're two different genres two different styles and working with both of them gave him an idea of like what direction he wanted to go as he felt with when working with them
2: what about miss you i
3: like miss you miss you's the most controversial one out of all of them yeah I feel like miss you is kind of like you either you either love it or you hate it i feel
1: the vertical well, video it for actually, miss you is so good miss you, yeah
3: Oh they, it was a good song, but I personally was good. think it was a good, but I don't think it deserved a place on the album personally because I think lyrically it's not it's like not up to the standard of walls at all. I think he's definitely developed as a songwriter since Miss You to what the type of like songs he's put on walls. It's just so much more
0: advanced. Yeah, I agree. I mean lyrically Miss You's great for Instagram captions. It's great. And I also listen to it. But Walls is as as a whole is on a different level. Lyrically, sonically.
1: Yeah. And I really think that we have to appreciate those, what is it, three or four older singles to appreciate Walls in its entirety because it was part of the process of us getting walls in the end. And I feel like we have to be grateful for those songs for how it helped him evolve into what he made in Walls.
3: Yeah, I feel like he wouldn't, if he hadn't made the singles, he wouldn't, Walls wouldn't be what it is today, I don't think. And he does always say, like, he had to find himself first and he kind of did that with, like, Kill My Mind and stuff. He was trying to find himself back then. And then he finally has, I suppose, with the album.
0: Yeah, it's all about growth. And speaking of Kill My Mind, let's talk about the album.
2: Okay, let's get into the album. What's your favourite tracks?
0: What a question.
2: I don't think I have a favourite single track, actually
3: maybe I do. It's it's hard, I definitely have a top four, depending on what mood I am, my favourite song tends to change, like it's usually between Fearless and Walls, most of the time it's Walls, but I do, well, I, I'm pretty sure
1: if you ask me every day what my favourite song is, I'll probably give you a different answer, every day. That's how I am as well, Pretty every day is a pretty much a different answer.
0: Wars is definitely my favourite. I really struggle with it being my favourite though because I think deep down I'm a music snob and I can't have a single being my favourite <laughs> song and I think it makes it even harder when it's the song that's the title of the album. But I just I just love Wars, I think. Just everything about it. Initially when we made it, it was released... Obviously I heard that before the rest of the album. Um, I loved We Made It, but I know Walls is just, I think it represents so much. I love the lyrics, I love the sound, the visuals that came with it with the release of the video, just everything that it encompasses, I love, 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 love. My top three might change daily, but I think Walls will always be superior.
2: I do agree with you. Like it's, diff- it's difficult to, like, to pick a favorite, one favorite song. But personally, I think We Made It and Walls are like my two favourite songs. Walls more because sonically, lyrically, it's such a great song. And I think that's the song that represents the album. Yeah, and also because like he shot the music video in Morocco and that's where my family's from. So that was a very like heartwarming moment for me. I think um,
3: what you were saying about struggling with it being the title track and it being a single was a really good point. Because I also have the same thing like, Especially with One Direction, you would expect the singles to be the worst songs on the album. But I feel like the singles that we have on Walls are, like, some of the best songs on the album, definitely. Especially Walls and, like, We Made It, I think, really are great. Just, like, it's just something that we're not used to. It's hard to wrap your head around. And it's like you don't... I don't like, the typical stereotype is if, like, the single is your favourite song, then you you're a local let's say but i feel like with louis album that's not it's not the same with louis album like any of the singles could be a favorite song there i don't think that people would judge you for it whereas they probably would have if that was with one direction
0: his singles have range that yeah. i feel like the four four singles please correct me if i'm wrong there are four singles they're like completely different it sounds so cliché and i feel like he would hate hearing it but the four of them literally build a wall around what the entire album is. They've got like, so encompass what the entire album is. And I feel like couldn't have picked four greater songs to be your lead singles um, from the album. You've got, you know, the different emotions that are encompassed in them. You've got different sounds. Yeah, just different aspects of Louis. And I think, yeah, great selections, great songs.
3: Yeah, definitely. I also think with "Only the Brave" is another one of my favorite songs. I know that a lot of people complain about it being too short, but I really think that is like the perfect end to the album. And I think if it was longer, then it wouldn't be only the brave, and it would you you know, like it? It just wouldn't have the same effect if the song. Yeah, was
1: longer I feel like the length of it makes it special. Like I don't know, there is something about it, and how it just it just hits just right with that little bit of what it is that. It's just the perfect ending.
3: Yeah, def- yeah, it really ends the album well.
1: I think it makes it end on a hopeful note. And since he's already talked about there being another album in the future, I feel like it kind of plays into that of like, yeah, we'll get there and there will be more. This is just the beginning.
3: Yeah, definitely. I also think like what, again, what we were saying earlier about the four singles, like being like the walls of the album. I think that's definitely true. And I also think that there is definitely category, like the songs all fall into different categories. So there's like groups of songs that you would pair together. Like typically someone who likes Always You will probably also like Defenseless. And someone who likes Too Young will probably like Have It. Or let's say Walls will probably also like Earn The Brave. I feel like the songs really come hand in hand together, like with the ra- the range is crazy because it just I feel like any music taste that you have, this
0: album could fit to. Speaking of songs being uh, people being catered to and there being a song for everyone, what are our thoughts on the inclusion of Perfect Now to the album? I know in interviews, Louis has said he likes a song, has said to fans he likes a song, but at the forefront of his mind, the inclusion came from making a nice transition from those One Direction fans to his new stuff. What are our thoughts? Because I know we have many.
2: I personally, that's like my honest opinion on the songs. I don't like it. And I don't think, I feel like as a song, Perfect Now stands out just because it's so much different from the other songs especially lyrically, I find it a bit cringy, just because that's my taste. I don't really like those kind of songs. But on the other side, we had recently, like, conversations on why Perfect Now was probably, like, included in the album, which, yeah, it can be to, like, cater to 1D fans. It's just... How can you justify Perfect Now being in the album?
0: (laughs) The vocals? Vocals in the second half of the song are great.
1: Yeah, yeah well, the, la- the vocals are amazing. Yeah, the that's the... Wow. I agree on that.
3: I respect why Perfect Now is on the album. And I get that he like has his roots and whatever, and he... like, I mean, there will be still some fans that like, like the One Direction style music. I get that. I
0: just... One thing that confuses me with Perfect Now, again, I respect why it's there, Um, I can understand that lyrically it can hold a lot of sentiment to a lot of people who might be listening and maybe those lyrics in particular are something they need to hear, which I totally get. I probably needed to hear those lyrics when I was a bit younger. But um, what confuses me is that the reasoning for why that song's in the album seems to be because it's like a transition from One Direction to Louis' music. But when I hear Perfect Now and I think, okay, what album am I going to put this on? I'm going to put it on Take Me Home with Little Things. Like, it's not, in my opinion, progression from One Direction music. Maybe 2012 One Direction music, but not 2014, 2015.
2: But you know, like, people also say how Don't Let It Break Your Heart is a bit of a song that's like a transition from 1D music to what it is now. I'm not sure I can't, I agree with that statement, though. What do you think?
0: I don't agree with that statement. What, that it's like an, a, a One Direction transition song? I don't think yeah. so.
2: Yeah, I've heard like I've seen people saying that,
0: and I think
3: there is always going to be songs that are going to be similar to like One Direction. Like, there's always going to be like not every song is the same. I don't really know how to explain what I mean, but like I feel like there's always going to be something that people can link back to a One Direction song.
1: I mean, because yeah, you
3: wrote them all.
2: Yeah, because like I mean, Louis was the songwriter on most of the songs
0: when
2: he put out. So. Of course you can make that sort of like link.
0: I think that if you think a song on walls, be a Don't Let It Break Your Heart, which I don't hear, I think you can look at that and if you think the sound of it matches like a One Direction song fair, but you can t- clearly see the growth of the songwriter with both that and you can hear the growth of the music. Whereas I think that some of the lyrics from Perfect Now take away from its actual sound. Because as we agree, like, the second half of that song has great vocals and if we took away two lines of lyrics or changed them, it'd be a completely different song. So I think, yes, you can say, oh, this sounds like a One Direction song and that's because Louie wrote them all. So, well, that's why toast tastes like bread. Yeah, I do
3: understand why he put Perfect Now on the album. However, I hope for the next album... He caters to himself and what the music that he wants to sing and the music he wants to put out. Like, I don't want him to worry about what the fans may enjoy because I feel like as long as he is, like, true to himself, which he always is with his music, people are
0: going to enjoy it no matter what it sounds like. Anyways, enough of that. I think another song that sparked a lot of conversation was Always You.
2: Do you think it fits well with the album? Or do you think he just put it in there? Because fans have been begging him for years now. I think Always
3: You is quite like... Always You and Defenseless and Too Young, I think, go together as a trio. I don't know why. I just feel like they do. And especially Always You and Defenseless. I feel like yeah. they're quite... If people like Always You, then they like Defenseless for some reason. <sighs> yeah, I put in this for some reason, but...
2: Because they both like... Would you say, like, both poppy songs? Yeah, I guess so.
0: I feel like everything does fall under that Brit pop category that he's, like, he's self-genred his album. Because mm-hmm. he did say that, didn't he, in an interview? And I think it's just, it just Brit pop because he sounds British
2: and yeah. it's pop. Also, like, what I... Like, I was looking at the songwriting credits of Always You, and he has, like big names in there because it's Andrew Watts and Ali Tamposi and they're like some of the biggest songwriters in the industry now.
0: I feel like that got written like in that time period when he was doing like Spotify genius songwriting sessions. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I feel like it fits into that but I don't know if I'm the only one but when we heard the snippets of Always You I didn't know what I expected the rest of the song to sound like but I didn't expect the chorus to be the chorus.
3: I definitely
2: agree with that.
0: Like, I don't know what it was going to sound like, but I thought it was going like, to keep that same tempo the whole time around.
2: I like. Do you say that like in a positive or negative way?
0: Not pos. I, I don't think it's negative, but I think because you asked whether we think it fits in the album, and I feel like I feel like that chorus does. If that makes sense, I feel like the chorus fits into the album. Not to say the rest of the song doesn't, but if the chorus played out in the way that I I initially thought it was going to, maybe not. But maybe it was changed along the way for that particular reason because we, we never knew what like the song was going to be anyways. Because
2: we only legit had, like, what, 10, 15 seconds of it? Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: I feel like Always You is quite controversial with... I, I feel like when Louis said that... I can't remember if his exact words were that he didn't want to put it on the album or whether it was just another one of those songs where it was to cater to the fans. But that caused a lot of... That's uproar. Let's see. It seems to be quite a fan favorite without it being people's favorite song. If you get what I mean.
2: But still, like it's still to this day. Like I think when you try to ask people what's their like favorite song, it's always like a battle between only the brave wolves and always you. Like those yeah. are the most.
0: I feel like it's different because I feel always you might not always, like, always you might not be a favorite for people, but I feel like people's favorites in Louis's album are more so to do with, like, the lyrics and how they themselves relate to the lyrics of their favourite song because Louis is, like, a lyricist. But but when it comes to, like, like a concert or listening to it live, some songs go off a bit harder than others. And I feel like that's where Always You Really succeeds. And I think because people's favourite songs off the album don't necessarily go hand in hand with something they'll jam to at a concert. It's probably, like, what they relate to lyrically. Like... For example, Little Black Dress, which obviously Lou likes singing, um, Still My Girl, taken off your set list. No one's going to go and get Still My Girl lyrics tattooed on them. Not a chance, sorry, if you have them. But that song will go off live, you know what I mean? Because it's got, it's got a big chorus, you can yell, you don't have to think about the lyrics, you can just enjoy yourself. But so that's why I felt it's smart to have that song.
3: I feel like Drag Me Down has... Is- is one of those songs as well where it's just got a big chorus and everyone. I feel like Drag Me Down is probably one of their better singles as well. Like Still My Girl was a really controversial one that I know not a lot of people wanted him to cover, but I mean everyone in Madrid enjoyed that live. I just don't think his song. I think there's ones that people would rather him sing like Drag Me Down, but like that is a really good song live for
2: like the drop in the chorus and and it's better than Still My Girl. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, I feel like it's one thing songs that like go off live, but then when you're, I don't know, sitting in your room during like commute time, of course, like the songs they usually like listen to. Yeah. Are those the same ones you would like go off live? I love like We Made It and Walls just because of the like the lyrics, because they hold like a special meaning for me. It's the same thing with like two of us.
0: Yes. You know? Two of us. Yeah, exactly. I think two of us can't be categorized like the other songs it just for so many people for so many different reasons it holds value and importance to them but even if you can't directly relate to the lyrics of the song you can relate to the person who wrote it in that and in the, during that time period so as fans of Louis whether we can relate to the connotation behind the lyrics, we can relate to how important that song is. And for that reason, I just feel like it's not it doesn't necessarily have to be your favourite song off the album, but it's still like a superior track and it just can't be ranked amongst the others.
3: I definitely agree with that. I think with two of us it's like usually when you have a song that you love, you listen to it like a lot or like more than the others. But especially in like personally, two of us I love the song, but I never listen to it. Like, like when it first came out, I always listened to it a lot, but now I don't ever listen to it unless, like, I don't know, I'm like reminiscing or if I'm in the mood to listen to that song. And I think live it's quite a hard one to listen to as well, but at the same time, I think live it's also quite empowering because to hear Louis sing that live is, like. I'll
1: be a mess the first time I hear that song live, like, it's just not gonna be pretty for me.
3: Every time, I've cried every time I've heard it live, personally.
1: But, it is empowering
3: to hear him sing it because, I mean, it shows his strength and how he's,
2: like, progressed from that time. Because he said it himself, he doesn't want people to feel pity for him. And, like, he wants people to get from the song that's sort of, like, hope for better times, that you can, like, move on.
3: One thing about Louis's lyrics is that, like we were saying earlier, you m- like most people have a favourite song because they like the lyrics, and that might not link with like their favourite song live. However, I think it's special that Louis's lyrics are like they resonate that much with fans. That those songs that might not necessarily be the best ones live, like Wars for example, gets turned into a song that is one of the best live because of the lyrics like the for every question why you my because has become like a like a thing now and i feel like it's special that he can do that with his lyrics like it's resonated with people that much it has become a thing already
1: yeah seeing that in person is like insane it's like mind-blowing yeah it's so powerful
0: and i feel like that that's like a true that's how you know that louis made it like he's reached success that what he wanted from the get-go, from prior to 2013, to be a lyricist, to be able to do something with his writing, with his lyrics, and I think the fact that we've got four people here and so many more people out there who interpret his lyrics in so many different ways and can relate it to so many different parts of their lives, I feel like that's the real way to prove that that Wall's its existence is, is a success. Because
2: what I really appreciate about Louis as a songwriter is that he's very like vulnerable in his lyrics. Like he doesn't back off from showing like this sides of him through like the lyrics. And it's something of course there are like so many things that everyone, regardless of your background, go through in life. And the fact that you have someone that you admire and support saying certain words, that I feel like that helps a lot. You know, and also, like, in
0: real life in dealing with certain situations. I feel like with that, you're saying it's vulnerable. I feel like he kind of stands out from other male songwriters with his vulnerability and it's a real standout with it. I mean, there's not many. many. And the thing is, just because he's vulnerable, he doesn't come across weak at all. Like, is a very strong but a strong like energy that comes out from his vulnerability. And it's so rare and I can only see it getting even more intense and even more amazing as he progresses with more music, more albums, more lyrics to write. I think that was a really, really great discussion about walls available to stream across all platforms. We hope that during this difficult time for everyone, that you're all staying safe, you're looking after each other and looking after yourself.
2: Please remember to follow us on all social media, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at FanTalkPodcast.
0: Until next time.